Hey, hey, you're listening to the Journey with Janice podcast. Join me on the journey of pursuing Jesus, building our lives on the word, and seeing this world impacted with the love of God. The Journey with Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. You can find my podcast and other great podcasts in the network at newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Journey with Janice and check out my website, journeywithjanice.com. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Journey with Janice podcast. I am so excited to get on here and encourage your hearts in the Lord today and just share what he has been stirring inside of me. I pray that you are so being strengthened with might in your inner man, that you are just finding times of refreshing in his presence and that you are doing your best to come against distraction in this season. I know that is such an attack of the enemy right now in this hour against the body of Christ, against believers, is just to get us caught up in distraction and focusing on things that don't really matter. And so I've felt that so strongly. A lot of people that I've been talking with have said the same thing. It's just been so much distraction and nonsense and just the enemy trying to get our focus on things that don't really have any eternal significance. And so I've been loving, 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 loving Colossians 3. I've been reading the scripture so much and just writing blogs about it, ministering on what it means to set our heart on things above and set our minds on things above. And the Lord was just revealing to my heart that that when we set our heart on things above, that's our affections. And when we set our minds on things above, that's our attention. And so he's just kind of had me in that vein of just really delving into what that means to set my affections and attention on him. And I'm really excited because tonight I'll be ministering on Facebook Live about all of these things that God's been putting on my heart, which by the time this is shared, that will be over. But I do want to encourage you to go on Facebook and follow my page, which is Journey with Janice. I just started that recently just as a way to build up community and just pour into people in another way. And so go do that. Pause the podcast and go follow Journey with Janice on Facebook if you have social media. And um, I would just love to be able to pour into you further. So that has just been my heart right now is just, God, what do you have for me right now in this season? Because you guys know it is so easy to get caught up in the what's next and what's down the road. And we know repeatedly in scripture, it talks about, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough worries of its own. Focus on the day at hand. And so God has so been reeling my heart back in and say, and just giving me that like, that reminder, that loving reminder to Janice, just focus on today. What do you have for me, God, today? And so that's been my prayer when I wake up in the morning. A lot of times I love the scripture that Psalms 143, 8. A lot of times I'll recite that in the morning or just, you know, speak it out. And it says, let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love for I put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go for to you I entrust my life. Because I know you guys can probably vouch for this too that so many voices are, there are so many voices that are pulling for our attention and our affection and so many voices, you know, opinions of other people and ideas that the culture has and the world around us has of what we should be doing. And I so badly just want to tuck away with him and say, God, what do you have for me? What do you want for my life? Because I don't want to say yes to people, I want to say yes to the God who created me, the God who set a plan and purpose for my life in motion before I even 
was born. And so that has just been my heart. Obviously, we know that the Bible says there's wisdom in the multitude of counselors. We just have to be sure that the counseling we're getting is godly. And so many times people speak out of the flesh or just speak, you know, out of their opinions that maybe they haven't really sought the Lord. And so it's so important. And that, you know, goes for us too, to make sure that when we're speaking into other people that we're being led of the Lord, that we're being led by the Holy Spirit and not just spouting our opinions and our ideas. And so God's just been reminding me of that, how important it is to hear his voice and to step into the things that he has for me. And God really ministered to my heart recently and just reminding me and showing me. I I wrote this down. I actually have my journal in front of me here from April 22nd. And this is what I felt like the Holy Spirit was revealing to my heart during my personal prayer time. And it says, I'm listening to too many voices. And then just asking the Lord to show me and bring clarity into what he has for my life. And so that when those other voices come along and speak into your purpose, your calling, what God has for you, it really should be a confirmation of what God has already been speaking to your heart. I very rarely have ever received or or given a word. So I've barely ever received a word that God hadn't already been working on my heart in that area. And I've rarely given a word to someone that was like a shock factor to them. Usually it was just a huge source of encouragement and confirmation to their heart for what God had already been speaking to them. And really, I feel like that's how it should be. And so just choosing to focus on the Lord, to silence naysayers and negative, our own negative thought patterns, and just learning to surrender our thought lives to the Lord. And like yesterday, I was getting ready in the morning and it was probably a good 10, 15 minutes of not really talking or praying, just kind of getting lost in my thoughts, which I <laughs> I know all of us could do that so easily. And it was like 10 or 15 minutes before I realized I have been literally thinking of nonsense for 10 or 15 minutes. And I just really felt like the Lord was prompting me to arrest those thoughts. Like the Bible says, to take captive every thought, make it obedient to Christ. And, it, and I don't even remember what I was thinking about. It wasn't even anything sinful or negative or anything. It was just, I was off on, my train of thoughts was off on some derailing of whatever nonsense. And I just remember speaking out and saying, stop. I literally said out loud, stop. And then I just started confessing the word of God over myself and and getting my thought pattern in line with the truth, with things that really matter. We know Philippians 4 talks about to meditate on whatever things are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, excellent, praiseworthy of good report, to meditate on those things. And so paying attention to the meditation of our heart is so important because he is you know, he has things he wants to speak to us. And this morning I was reading in Psalms 49.3 and it says, my mouth shall speak wisdom and the meditation of my heart shall give understanding. And so just speaking out those things that, you know, God has said over your life. We know that the Bible is God's will for our lives. And I, and I say this a lot, but we know that the, the word of God is God's fixed word and will for all of our lives. And then there are things that God has designed that are so specific and tailor-made for your life. And so as you delve into the word and you spend time in his presence and you seek his face, he begins revealing those things to you. And so that 
is how I want to live my life, that what I do is an overflow of intimacy from the secret place that I have spent time with the God of all creation. And he has given me my marching orders. He has shown me this is what to do. This is what not to do. And just being led of the Holy Spirit, it's a beautiful thing. And there's so many times there have been things in my life that I've thought like, this is a really good idea. I really you know, want to pursue this. And as I've sought the Lord, he said, nope, that's not what I have for you. And like, that's okay. We have to be teachable and correctable. And I think that's just such a beautiful trait to have is just to stay open to the Lord. And you know, God, if you say no, then I trust you that you see something that I don't. And not only could it be him protecting us from danger or just getting into a trap or getting involved in something that he hasn't really called us to, but really it's keeping us from being distracted from what he does have for us. There's so many times that I've been like offered positions or asked to do things that I've been like, wow, what an honor and a privilege that, you know, someone thought of me for this. And then I pray and then I pray about it and God says no. And then I, you know, down the road, I look and see who he does put in that position that I was offered or whatever. And I'm like, God, thank you for the no, because then that allowed that person to be put in position and doing what they're called to. And so that's why it's so important to not think that every opportunity is a God opportunity, even if it's a good opportunity, because we have to just be led of the Lord. And that doesn't mean that people are out to trip you up or deceive you or snare you. Sometimes people just have good intentions that they're just not led of the Lord. And I've done that so many times where I've asked people to be involved with things that, you know, I thought, oh, this person would be a good fit. And, you know, they didn't end up doing it. And then God brought someone else in. So just being led of the Lord and not, you know, being tripped up when, when things don't go the way we have planned, because God is just, so into every detail and orchestrating every detail of our life. And he continues to remind me that he delights in every detail of my life. And that includes my personal life, my ministry, what I'm doing, you know, now in this season. And I just so want to stay stuck on him in this season. Like, Holy Spirit, you lead me, you guide me, you direct me. And this week, as I've just been delving into the word and his presence, the word that he has been just solidifying and rooting down deep into my heart is the word wait, 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 wait. And if you are a go-getter, a pioneer spirit like I am, where you're just like, Lord, tell me what to do. I will do it. And I love the scripture. It says, I will hasten and not delay to obey the voice of the Lord. So I'm like constantly like, Lord, you show me what to do. I'm going to do it. And there's been so many times God's given me a word or, you know, shown me something and I've wanted to share it with the person that, you know, it involves. And I could literally just like see in the spirit, the Holy Spirit, just putting his hand over mouth, not yet. And so there's so many times in my life that the Lord has allowed me to exercise the fruit of patience because the timing just isn't there. And so as I've been praying and seeking the Lord this week, the word that I've continually gotten is the word wait. And as I'm believing God for new things with my ministry and my personal life, it's just so refreshing to know that God exists outside of time. And I tell him all the time, there's things I'm waiting for. And I'll say, God, a day is as a thousand years. Because that's what it feels like sometimes where you feel like you've been waiting forever. And God's like, it really in the grand scheme of eternity has been like a blip on the radar. It's been like a second compared to all of eternity. And so I've just been reminding myself to trust in the Lord with all of my heart, to not lean on my own understanding in all of my ways to acknowledge him and to let him direct my path. I don't want to forge ahead of the Holy Spirit. I don't want to be delayed either. I want to stay in step with the Spirit of God in my life. And so the word right now that he seems to be speaking to me over and over again, like I said, is the word wait. 
And again, he kept showing me the other day as I was diving into the word, all these different scriptures, I would just be like, Holy Spirit, lead me where to read. A lot of times I will read expositorily. I'll just, whatever book of the Bible's on my heart, I'll just go there and I'll read it expositorily, start to finish. But yeah, that day, particularly, I just felt like Holy Spirit, felt like just asking the Holy Spirit, just lead me to where I'm supposed to read. And he would say, read here, read here, read here. And as I bounced around every scripture, because it's the living and active word of God was about waiting. And I was like, okay, I, I'm hearing the message here. And so I love that. And today I actually saw a post that I uh, took a screenshot of and I wrote down what it said in my journal. I want to read this to you. It says, to wait on the Lord in Hebrew is to be wrapped entwined and twisted in his heart. Oh my goodness. I'm going to read that again. It says to wait on the Lord in Hebrew is to be wrapped, entwined and twisted in his heart. (laughs) Pause in his presence, right? Selah. So it said this process is neither lonely nor static. It's a wonderful time of embrace with our almighty God. God is laying all the right foundations for beautiful fruits to grow, not only in the miracles we are believing for, but also our entire lives. And there's so many times, I mean, seriously, how often do we try to get ahead of God where we know like God has given you a vision for what he has for you. He's shown you the promise. He's shown you the things he has for you. You're declaring over over those promises, all the right things that God, all of your promises are yes and amen, that you are not a man that you would lie. And we want to get ahead of him. But there's so many times that we just have to relinquish our will to the, the Lord. We have to relinquish the way that it's going to pan out to the Lord, to let him lead it because I'm telling you and we let him do it. It's going to be so much more beautiful and fruitful. It's going to make for a better story if we just let him work out the details and we take our hands off it. And so that is honestly, whether anybody else gets anything out of this message today or not, I'm ministering to myself here and reminding myself of that because I've had so many things, even in ministry and in life where the Lord has just shown me, you know what he has for me and I want to make it happen or whatever. And he just reminds me, let me do it for you. And in those moments, there's just a beautiful surrender that we have the opportunity to take. And, and I pray that the that is what I always do, that I really do truly, fully surrender to the Lord in those moments. And I love those times where it's like, okay, okay, God, I give it to you. I lay it down on the altar. I say, yes, have your way. Help me to know what to focus on right now while I'm praying, while I'm continuing to believe and have faith for the things that you're showing me. And that is so important because we don't have to put it entirely on the back burner where it's like, you know, whatever, we'll just forget about it. No, like I believe God shows us those things so that we can pray for them, so that we can believe for them, so that he can build our faith for those things. And so I just encourage you to keep contending, keep believing. That was part of my last podcast. If you didn't listen to that, go back and listen to it about just continuing to contend and believe for the things God has for you because he isn't changing his mind. He's not changing his mind and those things that he's promised your heart. You can continue believing for because he is so faithful. And one thing that I say all the time is that God is forever faithful and he's always for me. And sometimes I have to remind myself of that. I was just reading that in Psalms earlier that God is for me because it is so easy to start believing the lie that you're forgotten, that maybe God's changed his mind, or maybe I didn't hear him right. You know, And we have to, even when circumstances around us 
don't make sense. They don't necessarily look like what we feel like God has spoken to us, that we continue to stand on the firm foundation of Jesus Christ, believing that our God is incapable of lying and that he will do everything that he says he'll do, that we know that the word says that his sheep know his voice and another voice they will not follow. So when we hear the voice of God, we know that we can stand firmly on what he has spoken and how that plays out and what that looks like, leave that to God. Let him work it out and just focus on what he has for you right now in this moment. And so that is my encouragement to you to stay in the moment. Believe God for greater things for your life to know that where you're at is not where you're staying because the Bible promises that he takes us from glory to glory. So we don't stay stuck in the seasons that we're in now, whether even if you're in a really, really good season to still know and believe that there's more beyond that. And it's so crazy to think that God has such perfect plans for our lives. And that does not mean that everything is always rainbows and butterflies. I'm not naive. I've lived enough life to know that everything is not always rainbows and butterflies. We go through moments of trials and tribulations and hard times. But the beautiful thing is that God is always with us, that he never leaves or forsakes us, that he is right there with us, holding our hands, sometimes carrying us through everything that we go through. He is a faithful God and he promises to never leave us, to never forsake us, to be with us in every moment of every day that we exist. And so just trust him. I I challenge you today. I encourage you to stop leaning on your own understanding. That's something God has to continually remind me because I think of the way that I'm hardwired and my personality to just, I'm a go-getter. I want to figure things out, get things done. And sometimes he has to remind me, stop leaning on your own understanding. Trust me. I'll let go of the reins. You know, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. And so just reminding myself that God has a way better plan than I could ever have for myself, that he will do exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask, think, or imagine, that he promises to work all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. I love him. I'm called according to his purpose. I fulfill the prerequisites for that promise. And so I know and trust that he is working everything together for my good. And so I just encourage you with those words. I want to end this podcast just by praying for you and just encourage you and let you know that you can reach out to me on social media. You can find my contact information on my website, journeywithjanice.com. Would love to connect with you, to pray for you, to hear what God is doing in your life, to stand in faith with you for the things that you're believing for, the promises of God. So please feel free to reach out to me in whatever way that works, whether that's through email or through social media at The Journey with Janice. Would love to connect with you and just encourage your hearts even more beyond this podcast. So let's pray. God, I thank you so much for this day. God, I thank you for every single listener who is tuning in to this podcast. God, I pray that wherever they're at right now in this moment, God, that you would just meet them. God, that you would meet them, that you would strengthen them with might in their inner man. God, that you would encourage their hearts. God, that they would keep believing you for the things that they know you have spoken, the very words that you have promised them. God, I thank you that you don't change your mind, that you are still fulfilling the words that you have put on their heart, the things that you have shown them, the visions you've given them. God, I pray if there's anyone on here who has received a vision from you for their life, God, that if it's gone dormant or they've just taken it, I literally see that there's people who've not only put it on the back burner, like you've just taken it off the stove altogether, like 
you stop believing altogether for the things that you know God's shown you. God, I pray that you would resurrect hope inside of them. You would resurrect faith inside of them to keep believing for those things, God, to start speaking in agreement over those things, to start speaking your word and your promises again. God, I thank you that you are resurrecting those things inside of us, God, that we would believe you because you're good and you do not lie. God, I speak blessing over every single person on here. God, I pray that you would just ignite a deeper just a deeper passion and a fire inside of them, God, for your word, for your presence, God, that more than anything, that they would fall more in love with you. In Jesus' name, amen.